Hey, I'm Dwayne. And I'm Jennifer. And together we're doing the podcast, Roots. The Unseen Life. Come on a journey with us. You'll produce a system of roots that will stabilize you and... Produce fruit. We're going somewhere. Come along with us. Hey everyone, welcome to Roots, our podcast. I'm Jennifer. This is my beloved husband, Dwayne. Yes, hello there. My name's Dwayne. It's a pleasure to be with you today. <laughs> and we've been having, <clears throat> excuse me, some technical difficulties. I don't know if you've noticed in some of our episodes, the sound's been a little bit janky. And so today we're kind of making it work with duct tape and uh, different things. I don't want to shame the company sure publicly, <laughs> but uh, disappointed. <laughs> Just a little disappointed. Yeah. She, see, she's got that really, if you're watching us on YouTube, beautiful little microphone. I've got a lapel. It is what it is. So apologies for last week's episode. Um, my poor daughter, Chloe, did an amazing job with what she had. We've had some um, problems. So but here's apologies. the good news. Your beautiful, handsome face is not obstructed by this monstrosity. That's great. And That's... so let's just look on the bright side of life here, buddy. Absolutely. All right, what you got for Jen, us Jen, what happened uh, big time in our life today? This week? This week. Mm, I don't know. That's disappointing because I know. Well, it's more because I'm really focused on our family and I love our family. <laughs> um, our son graduated. Oh, that is a pretty big deal. Yes, we have a graduate um, in our family this the week. The last to graduate from high school. This is exciting. So uh, we're in a, what you might call a um, different season. Yep. Yeah, it's amazing. We have no kids in school. Did I you? Mean, in, in the. Let me I, ask you this. Did you feel a little emotional at graduation? I did, actually. Yeah. I, it, I felt a little little something there. A little tear. L little, little lump in the old throat. No, I'm so proud of our kids, you know, especially our son, just in his journey with. I mean, the, the kid went to. 12 schools, so 12 schools, two countries, and three states. And then you, um, for the so first question is, Dwayne and Jennifer, what in the world have you done to your son? <laughs> so I think it's a valid question. That's but true. But it's just, you feel the leading of the Lord, and, and so, you know, but... Um, and, and the area that we lived in, in, in Kansas City, initially, uh, the schools were not accredited, like for 20 years. Like they were so bad... Um, the Kansas City School District that lost accreditation. Yeah, I mean, like, no one's ever even heard of that. So we had to get very creative in order to educate our children. Um, now looking back, I'm like, why didn't we just move to another area that had schools that were better? But whatever. Long story short, hey, he graduated. Done. Woo! No, and he's actually got some cool things he's in front of him, so we're excited. Yeah, he's going to tour Europe with his Rubik's Cube team, as he says. <laughs> he got tired of people asking him, what's he going to do? And he just started making up stupid things. I thought it was hilarious. So yeah, he's really into the Rubik's Cube, and he wants to join a team and tour Europe. <laughs> I'm like, cool, man. Yeah, very realistic. Aim high. Hey, uh, so we're going to talk about the Bible today. <laughs> That's good. No. Um, there's this terminology, walk in the spirit, uh, walk, live in the flesh. So what in the world does that mean? And then I always want to make it super practical. And, uh, and flush some stuff out of the scriptures for you today. So if you got your Bibles, m move. Uh, would you guys open them to Galatica, Galactica, Galatians? Just kidding. Oh you forgot to use the pastor phrase. Uh, open your Bibles with me. Turn one. with me, Turn if with you me will. Turn with me, if you will. You got to say that. To uh, chapter 5 of Galatians. Got it. So this is um, written by the apostolic leader, the Apostle Paul. Um, and so what is fascinating to me, I've just been dialing in on this idea that, 
So Paul goes to a region, starts a church, mm -hmm. or you know goes and 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 so he's there and he pre he teaches them. Mm -hmm. And then all we have is the follow up to his teaching, mm -hmm. and then some more encouragement. Right. So you get especially like particular. I think of the book of like the books of First and Second Corinthians. There's a lot of correction in there. Yeah. So he's laid. You know year. I can't remember how long he was there. I mean, but a, a good amount of foundation. It wasn't a weekend ministry trip. No, and these are now the letters we have. Half of them are just kind of corrective follow-up. So, right. but this one is clearly, uh, this is just super solid. So verse 16. Of chapter five. Yes. I say then, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the spirit, the spirit against the flesh, and these are contrary to one another, so that you do not do the things you wish. So his point is, what you desire to do, to live holy, to love the Lord, to love your enemy, he goes, you're not doing those. Right. So that's what you want to do. Mm -hmm. You've been born again. You Now you have desire to do this, but you're not yet doing it. Right. I.e., you're growing, you're immature, you're young in the and, faith. And I think it's important to say that lust here is a broader definition than just thinking about uh, uh, fighting sexual desire. Excellent point. Because I think a lot of people, if they don't have that struggle, like, oh, you I don't lusty struggle with liver, this. you. Yeah, right? But lust is like, it's desire it's, it's for desire more. desire of Whatever you things. don't have. It, so things, it includes yes. covetousness. It includes, yes. you know, sexual lust, greed, gluttony, all those things. Right, yes. So, so um, he says, so walk in the spirit and then don't walk in the flesh. So what does that mean? Mm -hmm. So uh, the flesh means this this. Ne sinful nature, that thing that we have that is innate in us from birth. Mm -hmm. So the, that sin has, that desire for sin has been passed on. Mm -hmm. And he goes, now you've been born again. Mm -hmm. So you still have within you desire to sin. The capacity. Yeah. But now you have the Holy Spirit who is now giving you another vision for your life. Right. The, the Spirit of God you've been has now taken residence in you. And so now you have also desire to please God. Yeah. And so you have this, and he says this in here, they fight against each other. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so you've got a loud desire for sin, and you've got a growing desire to walk before the Lord in holiness, purity, mm -hmm. loving Him. And, and with the power to overcome. Yes. Because the spirit is in us and has the power to overcome our lusts. Yes. So he says, walk in the spirit. What does that mean? Mm -hmm. Real simply, mm -hmm. give yourself to the desires that God has birthed within you. Because mm -hmm. it's about where do I put my energies? Right. What do I say yes to? Mm -hmm. And what do I say no to? Mm -hmm. So walk in the spirit. So Pursue those things that you have desires that God's put in you for righteousness. Mm -hmm. And he says here, but if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. Mm -hmm. So he says, listen, if you have a desire to, to pursue the things that God likes, the law is not going to um, come against you, measure you. Verse 19. Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, and lewdness. I've noticed lewdness in you recently. We'll talk about it later. Um, 
So, but desire, so you were born with these desires. And if you feed these desires, you're going to be, you're going to get yourself in adultery, fornication. Um, but wait, there's more. Lewdness. And then idolatry. Mm-hmm. You are going to love um, other things more than you love God. Sorcery. Um, you are going to have a desire to tap into the spirit but you're going to into the spiritual realm, but you're going to actually do it from the place of darkness. Um, I could get off on that one, but I'm not. Then you're going to have troubles with hating people. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to have contentions. That means you're going to have arguments with people. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to have green jealousy. You're going to go, I want what that person wants. Mm-hmm. That's sinful mm-hmm. desire. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to have outbursts of wrath. Like you're going to become angry and you're going to have just... Un, un, like what in the world's wrong with you? It's be, and you're screaming. Mm-hmm. That's because you've given in, and you're feeding these desires. Selfish ambition, dissension. Mm-hmm. There's going to be fights amongst you. There's not going to be peace in your relationships. And then heresies. Um, when you live according to the flesh, you're going to find theology that is going to feed your desire for the flesh. That's heresies. really key. Yeah. Then you're going to have envy and you're going to, that's envy and uh, uh, yeah. And then it's going to lead actually, you're going to have murder. So you're going to have people killing one another, drunkenness, revelries, and the like. Revelries is an interesting one because the way I, I don't know the exact definition of that really word I never use, revelries. But for me, it is this party spirit, like, you know, just having fun. But it is, you need to actually um, take some help to have fun. So you need some type of alcohol to loosen you up. Anyways, and the like. Of which I've told you beforehand, just as I've all told you in the past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Okay, so this is intense. It's not a light topic. No, it's not. Because the... We know, okay, murder, no, adultery, no, da, da, da. But jealousy, huh? Mm-hmm. Dissension, huh? You know what I mean? Yes. It, I think every single human being, if they're honest, can see themselves in this list of what it is to walk in the flesh. Yes. Yeah. And that's a, that's like sobering. Yes. And I don't I don't want to walk in the flesh. Yeah. And But yet... The very the fact that they describe there's a war between the two means you can't be passive in your desire for the spirit. Like, you know what I mean? You have to take action. Yes. And so, and you have to take action to resist these things that so naturally spring up in our heart. So I just think that's interesting, requires us to honestly examine ourselves and ask the Lord to highlight those areas. Yes. And do something about it. So, and I, I, what I want to highlight here, that those who practice, verse 21, such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. I want to be honest here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there, there is impact if you do not choose to walk a foot, I mean, choose to submit yourself to the leadership of the Spirit. Right, right. I.e., so this is salvation, like I, I'm saying, I don't want to say. Look, if you're struggling in some of these areas, that means you're not going to inherit the kingdom. That's not what Paul. That's not what he's saying here. He's saying these people that only feed the spirit, i.e., they have not been born again, 
these ones are this is the mm-hmm. the the ultimate impact for these mm-hmm. guys is they won't they won't be in the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. So this is not Paul's not saying if you wrestle right now, mm-hmm. you're not gonna be in the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So because he's going, hey, there's a war and you've got to know it's there. Mm-hmm. You're f- there's a fight within you. And you got to pay attention to it. Right. So if you're paying yes. attention to it, you will be in the kingdom. Right. And let me just add one more thing. Um, I think so much bad behavior gets softened with other language that we use. So, for example, passion. You know, the, to be passionate about something is good. But, oh, that th- that's just, they do that because they're Italian. They're passionate people. Where you know, I'm not trying no, they to pick got on outbursts of anger. It's just call it what it is. Anger. Yeah. Anger. And so the amount of times I've heard people justify their bad behavior because no, I'm Italian or I'm this or I'm that. I don't think you get to do that. No, you don't. And if you're doing that and I've done that, I think you need to go, whoa, I, I'm sorry, God. I'm not actually receiving from you the spirit to walk out of these things. Yes. And I've just kind of made my home here. And it takes a lot of work. Yes. To, you know, let go of those things. Anyway, so because well, the one thing probably for the for me is my finish rich. Drunkenness. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my husband's a freak. Okay. No finish rich. I don't there. have any finish words and I don't I don't get drunk. So anyways. And, and can we just highlight I mean I don't know if you want to get off on this, but drunkenness that's different than having a glass of wine 100 percent. this is your drinking to alter your state yeah and give yourself to it it's not okay let's camp out there for a minute because um should i go there why not well um here let me paul paul's real clear on some things and i think it's important that we we get a proper perspective on things um so you know there is a right now kind of a move within within the christendom of alcohol in america and um and i think it's it's worth noticing and it's worth talking about um just even in the context of this because because we have um so paul i'm trying to find it here for this reason i read it this morning actually and that's why i'm just kind of sitting in me this morning but paul i can't find it right now but paul says i'm confident mm-hmm. that there's nothing that is unclean right so he he says it with conviction yeah. i'm confident yeah and he, he says, I'm confident from the Lord, from Jesus, mm-hmm. that there's nothing is unclean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So alcohol is not unclean. Right. And and so I was raised in an environment where it was. Where it was. Told that it's unclean, uh-huh. basically. Right. But it's, so alcohol is is clean. Sure. And so Paul does say in there, though, that if it's going to impact your weaker brother, don't do it. Right. Which I appreciate. So... Alcohol is totally fine to, to partake in. It's neutral. Yes. Um, but but what my fear is happening is that people have are are not paying attention when they use alcohol. Right. And they are have struggles in their lives and under the license of there's freedom, mm-hmm. everything's clean before the Lord, you mm-hmm. are getting drunk. Uh-huh. And to me, that is something you need to be really paying attention Absolutely. to. Absolutely. Because first of all, drunkenness, I believe, is a sin. Yeah. Being drunk is a sin. Yeah. And then 
but but it's it's and we've talked about this in the past but then drunkenness it puts you in the place emotionally and then also i think in your thinking where you're not sharp Absolutely. and if you're not doing well and you're drunk uh-huh. this it is so much easier than to go and have do sex, all the other things yeah go to have sex with your with your, your girlfriend boyfriend or do all sorts of other things mm-hmm. and so my I, it is clean. Having a, an amazing beer, having a, a, a glass of wine, um, whiskey, whatever you're drinking, I don't have a problem with it from a theological perspective. Right. But socially, be like when you partake of these things, like have your limit and stop. Right. And right. enjoy it. I don't mind if you enjoy it. Right. That, that's, you know, to me, I know this is going to be a controversial topic in Brazil, what we're talking mm-hmm. about. I know it's going to set some people off. But in American culture, it's a real issue right yeah. now. And so I don't have a huge problem with alcohol theologically, mm-hmm. but I do have a problem if you're getting drunk. Absolutely. And drunkenness is not of the Lord. And be aware of who you're with. Yes. This, this is what burdens me. I mean, you don't know that person that's at your house and you offer them something. Yes. You don't know what their background is. Right. You don't know what their struggle is. You don't know if offering them this is throwing gas on the fire yes. that they've been trying to fight the good fight, but this is an area of struggle for them. Yes. So be aware of your audience. Be aware of the weaker brother. And don't lead them into sin. Yes. All in the name of, oh, we're free, we're free. How free are you if you cause your brother to stumble? Yes. And I just want to pay attention to our audience who's listening because we have different cultures listening. It's a very cultural, nuanced It's a very topic. cultural. So in your culture, if alcohol is a, is, is a problem in the church, then don't drink alcohol. Like, don't cause your brother to sin and don't go, okay, I'm free. I get to do whatever I want. And then post it all over social media to just show how free you are. I think that's goofy. And I I do want to say this, though, not from a point of self-justification at all. But and I'm not going to go into the whole story, but I actually don't drink alcohol. Um, But I actually have lots of friends who who radically lovers of God who do drink alcohol and we trust them. And so my, my it's, it's something personal to me that the Lord has talked to me about. Maybe another day I'll talk about it, but in sometimes I wish I did. I wish the Lord had not invited me into that because you know, I, I, there's certain type of, of beer that I actually like. Um, but, but it's, it's, it's a huge point to me that these as we find freedom in in christ Mm -hmm. that we take biblical instruction properly in how we handle our freedoms yes yes and that's where i'm okay enough said on alcohol let's go to verse 22 so we've got this feeding my sinful (laughs) desires now but if you say no to your sinful desires and then you you say holy spirit i want to feed the desires you give me mm-hmm. here's the impact of it but the fruit of the spirit so the fruit of the spirit working in our lives mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so as we give ourselves to be transformed the fruit of it the impact of it is you're going to have love in your life mm-hmm. you're going to love you're going to find it easier to love God and easier to love people. Even your husband. That's easy. Then <laughs> then you're going to actually, the fruit of it, you're mm-hmm. going to be joy. There's going to be joy in your life. Yeah. 
Um, and we might spend some more time on that topic in a minute. Then you're going to have peace in your life. Mm -hmm. Anxiety, stress, worry, a lot of it is because you're feeding your fleshly desires and you don't understand why you don't have peace. Mm -hmm. Not all of it, for sure. Right. So we want to hit that really clearly. Yeah. And then long-suffering, another word for that is uh, patience. Mm -hmm. He goes, you're going to find yourself to be more patient. Mm -hmm. You're going to go, okay, it's all right, man. I'll let it go. Mm -hmm. Then you're also going to have kindness, mm -hmm. goodness, faithfulness. These things are going to be coming up in your life. You're going to go, whoa, yeah. I'm actually more gentle, gentleness. Mm -hmm. And I've got actually self-control. My ability to say no is growing. Yeah. Let us also... <laughs> uh, faithfulness, goodness, gentleness, self-control. Against this, there is no law. Mm -hmm. And those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Mm -hmm. So crucified the flesh, what that means is you have said no again and again and again. You no longer feed it. You've mm -hmm. brought death to those things where you want to go out and lust. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. after Desires mm -hmm. out of control. Mm -hmm. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envy or envying one another. So do this as you walk this out in humility, is what he's saying. Mm -hmm. So um, this is a... a um, let me first say this. When I was a little kid... You guys sing the song, bud? When I was a little kid, I was part of a musical. Were you? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't really get... I was a main lead... Yeah, of course. But you I didn't really get the lead because of my ability to sing. No. First of all, we'll mention that. So I was the conductor okay. of this thing called the Music Machine. Yeah. And it was this play. And it was all about um, the fruits of the Spirit coming out. Mm -hmm. So the fruits of the Spirit, um, in, as I was being um, growing up, they were. I, it was taught to me that I need to practice these things. Right. And actually, in and of itself, it's not a bad thing. Right. But... What it was fascinating because I was brought up in the church culture, but it was fascinating. Probably mm -hmm. about a decade ago, maybe somewhere around there, I went, It's fruit of the work of the Spirit. Uh -huh. It's not something that I need, I should be necessarily aspiring to. Uh -huh. This is the impact, the evidence of, of. The evidence of change happening. These are going to happen in my life. Right. And, and it's rather simple, but it was like, Oh my gosh, uh -huh. I have not, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And so, and then a, another season where I was working with kids, um, we all had to have these names as fruit of the spirit mm -hmm. and I was uh, self-control. Right. Um, but my point is, it's it was like a little bit of a epiphany going, oh my gosh, if I will give myself to the work of, of being transformed, mm -hmm. I will have this in my life. Right. Which is so powerful and so different than I'm just going to decide to be patient. Yes. Because my my capacity is limited. Yes. But it's that abiding in the vine and then you bear fruit. Yes. The fruit, fruit of the spirit. Yes. There's other elements of fruit as well, but it's what you're talking about is so different than go after these attitudes, which it's not a bad thing to do right, that. Right. But. Your point is, hey, when you're abiding in the Spirit, when you're walking in the Spirit, when you've yielded, surrendered, died to the flesh, the evidence of that in your life is the fruit of the Spirit. Yes. Which so, takes the emphasis off me and puts it on the Lord. 
I mean, to a degree, I still have to fight to fight. Is, yeah. That's where, but it's not as striving to get these things operating. Right. Like, let's talk about. Because um, we've all met the fake fruit of the spirit people. Do you know? What I, and I, I know I sound critical, but it's this. No, let's call it discerning. <laughs> well, it's this. Hi, no, I understand. Yeah, yeah. And it's like an ad, a, a modified behavior that is so inauthentic. Right. And I'm like, no, I think it's more than just the right wording. So can I, I've got this in my head. I need to get it out. Get it out, babe. I don't so want to distract you. If we can just talk about, let's talk about peace for a second. I love peace. So the, so the opposite of peace is anxiety, stress. Mm-hmm. And so... And anxiety is a real issue today in our culture. So another word would be worry. Mm -hmm. Um, People are anxious. Mm -hmm. And and so it's interesting to me, though, um, I don't know, this whole morning I've been thinking a lot on just what's going on in the body of Christ today, the church, what messages are we preaching, what are we calling people to. And I think in many ways we are not calling people to this reality. Uh-huh. To, to actually crucify your sinful desires. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we're not preaching and calling people to die to your sinful desires. Mm-hmm. We're actually saying, hey, no, it's okay. Just keep them all. It's okay. Mm-hmm. You'll be all right. Mm-hmm. And and then yet they, they go to a Sunday service and they're reaching and worshiping the Lord. Mm-hmm. But yet during the week, they're not fighting this fight. Mm-hmm. And now they have tremendous anxiety. Mm -hmm. And I think part of the problem is, is we're medicating the anxiety. Like we're putting people actually on medication. Mm -hmm. And I think the, I think what, and medication even to me is not the, not bad, but my point is we're not calling people to kill their desires to sin. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we're, we're saying, we're kind of keeping actually that desire alive Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and they're going, I'm at war in myself. I can't get rest. I can't get peace. And part of the problem is you can't get peace because you're feeding your desire to sin and it's causing anxiety and, and you're, you're, mm-hmm. you're worried. Mm-hmm. It's not working my life. I'm not mm-hmm. happy. I don't have joy. Right. And I think part of it is, is because you're feeding your flesh. Right. It's what you said is very complicated though, because there, there's, there's, there has been so much shame in the Christian world to talk about anxiety and depression and these types of things. And some of those things are true there, there's chemicals, there's hormone imbalances, there are things. There is that, and 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 there's tons happening with that. Mm-hmm. But I think we have to. I agree with you. So I'm not shaming anybody even today that's listening that's on medication mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. But I am saying a significant way forward mm-hmm. is to actually fight this fight we're talking mm-hmm. about. Well, I would say it this way: the first so, line of defense is conversation and not medication. And getting to the root, can we identify what is the root of the anxiety? You know what I mean? And then split the hairs. Is this a chemical thing? Is it not a chemical thing? Is it related to what you just described? Because I think that has to be part of the conversation going forward. Well, and again, I am, yeah, and I appreciate you bringing this emphasis. I mean, just paying attention. Like to me, there is actually, you're born with chemical imbalance. Mm -hmm. So I'm not in in depression. Those are real things. They are. They're real things. But I want to also say, the amount of people on medication has exploded. Uh-huh. And I'm saying not all those people sure. are 
it is a chemical imbalance. Right. And to me, it's actually, no, it's an emotional mm-hmm. sh- a wrestle that is led, and then it actually dumps negative chemical, mm-hmm. I mean, wrong hormones in you, mm-hmm. and it, it becomes chemical issue. Right. But my point is taking mm-hmm. back is going, a significant problem is we have not taught people to fight against their sinful desires. Right, right. And then you don't have joy. Right. Right. You don't have right. peace. Right. Yes. And I agree. And in the name of, which has been good, but can be bad, in the name of knowing ourselves and feeling what we're allowed to feel and not wrestling through all of that, then people stay in that state without an ability to get out. Yes. And that is the struggle where, hey, we need to talk about some other things also. Yes. And there are times that we need to be aware there's an accuser of the brother there's i mean we just have accusation in our environment 24 7. yes and sometimes those lies are around my head and quickly i assimilate them into my own thinking instead of resisting and saying no i won't believe that about myself yes and and that's the wrestle that you're talking about yes and it and it and we need to but but I won't call it sin. Mm-hmm. You need to fight against the sin in your life, yes. and not and mm-hmm. not you're not not just oh it's okay it's okay right. and pat it a little bit and right. then end up feeding it a little right. bit and boom I'm on the internet watching porn and and then I wake up the next morning and I don't know why I feel the way I do right and I'm going no because you're in you're on you're watching pornography uh-huh. and you're feeding that sinful desire yes. yes. Um, it, so that's my point. Let's call out, confront our sin. Yes. And what I mean by confront, I'm not saying get angry and blah, blah, blah. I'm going, no, let's be real. I'm in sin and that's why I have no peace. Yes. Like stop, get out of my sin mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you're going to go, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. I don't wake up with a porn headache in the morning. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm, that's mm-hmm. what I'm like, mm-hmm. that's where we got to call sin, sin. Right. And then because when we do, then we get to walk in the spirit to the measure that we get the actual desire, the fruit that we're trying to get. Yes. Like the yes. joy, the peace, yes. the kindness, the patience. Yes. I mean, that's unbelievable. These yes. are the things everyone esteems and desires. Yes. But they only come through the power of the spirit. Yeah. Otherwise, it's manufactured in my own strength, and it has a shelf life. Yes, 100%. And so that's where I think it's just, you know, for me, I wanted to highlight this war. Yeah. And if you feed the wrong things in this war between us, my desire mm-hmm. to sin and my desire to please God, mm-hmm. whatever you feed is going to grow. Yeah. And, you, and, and I'm telling you, crucifying, bringing death, to those sinful desires, it takes hard work. Yes. It takes focus. It takes labor. Mm-hmm. It takes saying no. But the more you do it, the stronger you get. Mm-hmm. It takes community. Pray with me. I have this problem with sin. I get angry at people. Mm-hmm. I, I'm envious of others. Help me. Help me in this. As we do this, mm-hmm. we're going to know the body of Christ alive with incredible fruit. Yeah. At yeah. peace, at rest loving one another that's mm-hmm. the beauty i want to be a part of yeah this is the faith the christianity i ascribe to and i want to go yeah. after yeah i i think that's great Dwayne. and it doesn't mean we're not honest 100 percent. and and i'm not ruling anybody out 
but I just want to highlight the battle. I yes. want to highlight the challenges going, hey, sin is sin, repent, turn from your sin, get out of your sin, and then pursue the Lord. Yeah. Enough said, Jen? Enough said, dog. No, and just, so I want the fruit in my life. I want this fruit in your life. I want you guys at peace. Mm -hmm. Like, when you go to bed at night, I want you at rest. Mm -hmm. Like, um, and and as these things um, come alive in you, then actually it gets easier to feed the spirit. Right, right. But it's a journey. It's a journey, bud. Okay. Um, (laughs) Is that it for today, Jen? Yeah, let's just call it quits. Okay, we're not quitting. Um, but I believe this is our 70th episode. We're pounding them out. We're actually having fun. Yeah, we are. You know, and what's amazing, like we're getting like 75, 100 views on <laughs> YouTube. And I think it's about the same on our audio. So this is not changing. Um, this is not going global. No. But we so enjoy doing this. And so for you, 75, you, <laughs> you, uh, you 150 people are listening. We hope this is encouraging to you. We just want to be real. Um, we just want to be like, let's authentic. Let's just talk about it. Let's mm-hmm. let's get around the issues that matter, mm-hmm. and uh, and we'll have faith that we'll be alive. Yeah. God bless you guys. Ring the bell. Say hello to others. Whatever. <laughs> Amen. God bless you guys. We'll talk. To, we'll see you guys next time. See ya.